Welcome to the V-Auto Podcast's special series, Retail Revival. In the series, we'll be taking a closer look at the operational challenges, issues, and opportunities dealers across the country are facing with the COVID-19 crisis. In each series episode, V-Auto thought leaders and dealers will share their insights and perspectives to help you manage your business today and find your way to a brighter tomorrow. I'm your host, Lance Helgeson with V-Auto. Today, I'm with Russ Daniels, Director of Product Marketing for Viato's HomeNet. Russ, good morning. Morning, Lance. Thanks for having me back. You bet. Ladies and gentlemen, the reason I asked Russ to join us for this episode of the podcast is to give everyone some insight as to what's happening online in terms of retail demand and what dealers are doing today with their vehicle merchandising in both new and used vehicles to make sure that their cars stand out and speak to customers who are looking at them in a very relevant way for the current environment. And Russ, I know that you've been keeping a real close eye on what's happening out there. And I guess I was wondering if you could characterize maybe what kind of retail demand are we seeing and what are dealers doing to assure relevance right now? Sure, Lance, Uh, happy to talk about that. Before I do that, I just wanted to say a quick hello and thank you to all of the dealers out there. This is such a challenging time, and just know that all of us here at HomeNet Auto, we're thinking about you. We're going to work together with you to get through this challenging time. You're absolutely right, though, when you speak to retail demand still happening, but it's definitely shifting. It's shifting, obviously, more to a digital environment, getting into that digital retail experience. We've kind of seen an acceleration into dealers needing to be ready to do that. Um, Hmm. There's a lot of different components of digital retailing, and I'd like to focus a little bit more on the merchandising side of it. Please, yeah. Because to get into that digital retailing experience, the way that you represent your cars online through how it's being visualized, how it's being described, is critical. And dealers today are finding success by adapting to the current situation, adapting to the challenge, and doing merchandising best practices that are specific for today. Let me give you an example. I'm seeing a a really big, what I see as an opportunity for dealers to connect with shoppers online, but still a lot of opportunity to grow it. And that's how you leverage uh, banners or image overlays inside of the photos of your inventory. So today, you know, the the par for the course standard is you get some dealership branding. Uh, Maybe you have a call out of some high value features on the car within the photo. That's great. But we're starting to see dealers kind of take that to the next level and bring it into the current situation. A great example I saw yesterday was a dealer using an overlay to say home delivery available or, you know, home test drive available, where they're actually bringing the cars to the customer Mm. in a safe way in the current situation, practicing social distancing and making that very apparent to the customer right there within the inventory. So I always say to dealers that I talk to that overlays and banners are one of the biggest unused or biggest opportunities, green space opportunities within merchandising, because there's so much relevant content that you can put inside of the photo, do that in a tasteful way, and be able to quickly connect shoppers with the key messages you're looking for. And the the last thing I'll say on it, Lance, is I like it for the current situation because overlays and banners, they're available in inventory management, inventory merchandising tools that all dealers are using today. This isn't some new innovative technology. These are using banners and overlays, things that are available today 
So with the position we're in as dealers, maybe not so likely to spend on additional services. Um, this is something that's available to them within their packages, and they can use it to their advantage. That's a good point, because I do think you're right that budgets and cash are of utmost concern for dealers, and suggesting something that actually is kind of a do-it-yourself, do-it-from-home approach. The point, I guess, the dealers would need to know is go to your partner and avail yourselves of what you have today and what you may not be using and use it, correct? Absolutely. I'm curious, Russ, as you look at moving beyond, say, overlays, any insight as to whether there's a difference with how the customers today in the current environment are engaging these cars online, these listings, that is any different than maybe it was previous to the pandemic? I think so. I think that I mentioned before that there's kind of been an acceleration of some of this digital retail and online buying type activity. And while there were segments of car shoppers that really immerse themselves into the merchandising and the content that dealers provide, it's more critical than ever. And it's occurring with a much larger base of shoppers in market. So a couple different examples of immersive content when we talk about that, Lance. The first one is video. Video is not a, a new concept. You know, we've seen video increase vehicle details page engagement by 18% and above on third-party listing sites. But this is such a critical tool to use today. You know, whether that is personalized inside of the showroom to have a conversation with someone in the sales department, someone in the used car department, kind of not merchandising, but even on the service side, being able to interact with video and have that communication back and forth with the shopper, it's really critical now. And the things that shoppers are looking for, kind of take it a step up. I would say also for interactive displays, interactive 360 displays are something that we really want to look at, especially as we start to get into that digital retail environment. And this is, you know, doing a walk around of the car, being able to, as the car shopper, click, kind of move that car around, look at different points of the car that really matter to them and really immerse themselves inside of that listing. And when I think about that in connection to digital retail, that's the first step is to really get them thinking deeply about their experience inside of the car to motivate them to have those deeper conversations with the dealership online about how to actually make that purchase. If you don't mind, I'll throw uh, two more freebies out at you too. For sure. Because the video and the 360 piece, again, back to what we were talking about, dealers may not be in a position to add more software. Else. They may not have these capabilities. So to make things actionable today, we talked about overlays and how you can talk about home delivery, et cetera. Also, you've got the vehicle description portion of the inventory as well. Mm-hmm. Two things there. You can talk about how you're going to interact in the current situation in terms of shopping and in terms of transacting. You can do that in the description. Also, as vehicles age, that's a good relevant piece of content to kind of do some re-merchandising, describe the car differently. You're going to have benefits on third-party listing sites in terms of your ranking by doing that re-merchandising, and you're also telling that new current story to the shopper. Just to underscore what I think I heard, that is if dealers have absolute control and access today, or they should, to their vehicle descriptions, that that too, in addition to overlays and technology they may not have, is a way to freshen things up. But you mentioned, are you saying, Russ, that if I'm touching that description, I'm tweaking it, making it more relevant in the current moment, that actually I'll get rewarded 
in terms of the classified sites and other places that might put my cars in front of today's buyers? Yeah, it's that re-merchandising concept, Lance, of, hey, I've got this piece of inventory that's been kind of aging. Um, what are some things I can do to, you know, tell a different story, but also kind of treat that sort of like a newer listing on third-party sites and changing up the copy, changing up the photos mm-hmm. is definitely the best practice to do. In the current situation, also, you know, as we move out of this as well. That's a good point. Well, and I know right now, at least in the used car side of things, dealers do have, in some cases, more inventory than they have buyers. So that's a good point to make that inventory stand out as much as possible. I interrupted you, Russ. What was your last point that you were saying, the freebie? No problem at all. I wanted to touch on social media and just that, you're, you know, everyone has a social media presence at different levels. Communicate with your customers and potential shoppers through social media is another opportunity, both on the dealership kind of branding side and the people side, as well as the inventory side. Leveraging Facebook Marketplace, leveraging inventory on your lot that you want to kind of bring into the social media space. Another kind of what I would call a freebie opportunity is to both do that today and then also practice the social distancing that we need to do by doing some of these merchandising techniques right from your home. You know, I'm just curious, Russ, we've been talking about vehicles, but we've also talked about, say, merchandising tactics that can speak to the way a dealer might have tweaked their process. If you were a dealer right now, and from a social media perspective, what's more important, telling people how you'll handle their business right now, or is it cars, or or maybe it's both? You want to weave in both, Lance, but I think right now the emphasis needs to be on the relationship between the dealership and the shopper and how that transaction or how that interaction or partnership is going to look right now. Mm -hmm. As that conversation progresses, I think the inventory and the merchandising is going to be a quick follower to that depending on where that shopper wants to go today or later on to actually go in and purchase that car. I think we need to lead with, as dealers, our place in the community, how we want to work with our communities and our shoppers. And when they're kind of ready to go into a retailing type conversation, be able to put your best foot forward with merchandising to be able to, again, stand out with the inventory after you've already stood out as just great community partners and great business leaders. Good point, Russ. Thank you for taking the time to share your perspective today. We certainly appreciate it. Not a problem, Lance. Thanks again for having me and looking forward to working through all of this with our dealer clients and coming out on the other side and help bring business back to our industry. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining this podcast episode. We appreciate your participation and interest. And until the next time, stay well. Stay well.